Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Royal Rumble Review Edition of Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. I am Dave Taylor. Thanks for joining us on this one. And uh, ESPR Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat, FM 99s and 106.9, the Fox's only wrestling podcast. And you can find us on their websites at 1069thefox.com and fm99.com under the media tab. And like I said, today we're going to uh, review the uh, 2022 Royal Rumble that WWE put on last night. Um, by the way, if you're new to the show, uh, you want to check out some previous episodes. Again, you can find us under the media tab at fm99.com or 1069thefox.com. Or you can uh, search ESPR Wrestling, search our podcast, pretty much everywhere. SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, iTunes, Stitcher, Google. And if you can... Give us a, a nice review. We would appreciate that. That would help us out. And uh, that's uh, what helps out. We've been doing this. This is episode uh, 241. And if you haven't caught us in the past, or maybe it's been a while, uh, check out some of our older episodes. Uh, we had Paul Heyman in character on the show. We've had WWE Hall of Famer and current AEW announcer and whatever else he's doing backstage. Mark Henry has been on the show in the last couple of months. So again, make sure you check us out. Uh, you can follow us too on Facebook and Twitter so that we know you, when we go live in these circumstances where we post new content, ESPR 99 on Facebook and Twitter. And if you got suggestions, maybe you want a review of a retro show. Seen most of them. Uh, <laughs> email us, ESPR at FM99.com. And uh, well, what's without further ado? Let's get into it. The review of the 2022 Royal Rumble. So if you watched this uh, last night, which by the way, WWE now, you know, calls these events the premium live events. It's no longer a uh, pay-per-view. There was no pre-show match, uh, but we did kick off uh, for the Universal Championship Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins last night. And uh, this match, uh, I thought it was cool that, you know, Seth did a whole shield thing. When he, when he came to the ring last night and everything, and, uh, you know, the match got off to a hot start. And then eventually, uh, you know, went back and forth. These guys do wrestle well. And pretty much most of the match they've, they've had, and it's been a few years since they wrestled, have been pretty good. And I think if memory serves right, Roman has never beaten Seth Rollins in a match. And Seth has, uh, you know, the one night, like, where he won the title, and then he lost it to Dean Ambrose, and the Money in the Bank pay-per-view, you know, when everybody in the Shield held the title in one night. And this match here, I thought that uh, Roman was going to win, choking out Seth Rollins. And then the uh, the referee lifts Rollins' arms. Uh, Rollins' arms uh, hits the rope. Basically, the ref calls for a break. And then Roman gets disqualified uh sean was a big fan sean DeGroff is a big fan of uh seth coming out to the theme i i love that too i mean it was a throwback to what they did they did mention that uh you know dean ambrose was a part of the shield so you know they ignored the fact that yeah there were you know just two members um they did that i didn't like the ending i mean i figured you know roman retaining was going to be the thing but him retaining by you know uh losing by dq which i think is like it's been over 700 days since Roman Reigns lost on pay-per-view, which is a long time. I, that's probably longer than like Cena's streak. I don't know how long Cena went without losing on pay-per-view. 
But uh, but there you go. Uh, of course, he didn't get pinned or anything. But Roman retains, so a hot start, terrible finish to a match. But Roman is is still your WWE Universal Champion in that match. And uh, anybody else have any thoughts on that match? Did you like the ending in that particular match? Did you uh, not a fan of it? Um, I, I just uh, like I said like wasn't crazy about the ending of that. But I, I guess if it's done, to set up a rematch. What she'll probably do in Saudi Arabia next month, you know, the one last time, you know, before Mania, uh, that's probably the extent of that match. Although at this point, I think we pretty much know who, you know, who's going to be the champion facing Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Next match on the card was the Women's Royal Rumble. Uh, of the uh, two Rumbles, uh, it, I, I think this was the better one, but there, there were there were some surprises in both that. I mean, by surprises, I'm not mean like who showed up, but more of like how things happened. I got to make sure I bring up my eliminations here as we'll, we'll go through this uh, part by part with the uh, Women's Royal Rumble. But we'll go um, with the first 10 here. So you had Sasha Banks and Melina coming out. Uh, Sasha, we as we learned on SmackDown on Friday, able to come into the Rumble and... Uh, Got the number one spot. So, you know, they started off with somebody great. And Melina, uh, number two, coming in, did the old uh, split thing that she used to always do with her entrance. And then she was gone in a minute. Um, I don't know if that was the plan, but uh, she was eliminated pretty quickly. Then he had uh, Tamina come out. And then uh, Kelly Kelly uh, was after that. Kelly Kelly lasted about uh, a minute on uh, that portion there. And... Um, on that oh wait hey guys hey hang on a second guys i'm having issues getting to my comments here all right sean commenting on the uh roman seth match uh yes sean says roman seth storyline emulator uh similar to holly <laughs> hogan and piper wcw that um this had a better match that piper hogan match uh, some of those matches just weren't good at that time Um, no, yes, that's right. Sailor Banks, that's right, Sean. Sailor Banks, uh, for the entrance there. So, after uh, Kelly Kelly came in, as we go back to the women's rumble, uh, Kelly Kelly number four came in and uh, lasted uh, about a minute or so before she got uh, tossed out by Sasha Banks. We had a Leah came in, Leah had a pretty good run, didn't eliminate anybody, but a good showing for uh, for rookie. Uh, Liv Morgan came in. And she was almost uh, the Iron Woman of this match. She had the uh, second longest ring time at 37 minutes. Uh, didn't release any uh, throughout anybody, but we'll get to her elimination uh, later on. Queen Zelina came in, and which probably had to be the biggest shocker of the Rumble at this point, was that Queen Zelina eliminated Sasha Banks. Didn't see that coming. I don't think the crowd saw that coming. A lot of people didn't like that elimination. It gives uh, Zelina, I guess, a nice rub on that. Um, but uh, just totally shocked to see Sasha go out early. So uh, one thing unusual with this Rumble is that the, the one and two spots were not your Iron Man and woman on this show like uh, sometimes they usually are. Uh, then, so Sasha's out. Bianca Belair is in. And uh, Bianca ended up being the Iron Woman 
of the match and ended up having uh, just one elimination throughout the uh, the whole time, which was uh, Natalia later on in the uh, show. Uh, yeah, Dana Brooke came out. Uh, Dana didn't last that long as she was tossed out by Michelle McCool. Now, I don't know what kind of deal Michelle McCool has as opposed to everybody else that showed up other than Mickey James. I don't know what kind of deal Michelle has and maybe the Brie, uh, uh, Brie, Nikki Bella, but Michelle lasted a long time in that match over uh, 20 minutes in that match. And uh, I think like a couple years ago when she was in the rumble, you know, she had uh, quite a few eliminations and here she had one elimination uh, eliminating Dana Brooke. But uh, you know, I guess when you're takers wife, uh, you're going to last a long time in that particular match. And then you had um, Sonya Deville come out. You had uh, Natalia come out. Now, Sonya doing the whole jacket on, jacket off thing. Uh, when, when she found out that Cameron, who was a special appearance, uh, was friends with Naomi, Sonya went in, threw Cameron out. And then, no surprise, number 14 was Naomi. Naomi was there, tosses out Sonya Deville. And then eventually, uh, later on in the match, when Naomi's uh, going to do one of her uh, crazy you know, non-elimination spots, Sonny pulls her out. Carmella comes in, doesn't go to the ring right away. Rhea comes in, throws Carmella in, throws Carmella out. Charlotte Flair's there. 18 is a comedy spot with Ivory. Ivory does the uh, whole right the censor thing, uh, which, by the way, you kind of forget how good Ivory was at cutting promos, uh, especially in the ladies' side, but just, just fantastic. And, uh, and she got tossed out by Rhea Ripley, lasting about, uh, I think, 25 seconds or so. Uh, then he had the uh, first Bella show up. Brie Bella came into the ring. And then you had, uh, with their old t- with their impact music, how cool is that? Mickey James showing up, carrying her impact championship belt. And she lasted uh, about uh, 11 minutes in the match. It was uh, great to see her. And then you had uh, Alicia Fox, uh, another surprise come in. Alicia actually lasted a long time. I was kind of surprised by that, but she lasted over uh, six minutes. And then you had uh, Nikki A.S.H. come in. And I thought this was weird because, I mean, you did the thing with Rhea when Nikki showed up at the uh, the beginning where, you know, Nikki came from the other side, but then they didn't battle after that. You know, you'd figured they, they would keep going at it and keep fighting, but other than that part of the beginning... Nothing happened again. Uh, Summer Ray came in. Nobody cared. Uh, she got tossed out pretty quickly by Natalia. Nikki, Belly came, uh, Nikki Bella came in in that uh, particular spot. And uh, Patrine's asking, how how is an eliminated person able to eliminate somebody else? Like Sonny taking out Naomi. Well, Patrine, in the long history of WWE, there's been a number of times when wrestlers have been eliminated by people either uh, not in the Rumble are people already eliminated? And this goes back to uh, the the first Rumble that was on pay-per-view, 1989, when the uh, big boss man eliminated, or I should say Hulk Hogan eliminated big boss man. So I watched way too many Royal Rumbles. But I, I remember that instance. You have Giant Gonzalez, who wasn't in the Rumble, taking out The Undertaker a couple years after that. Um, you know, of course, you had Mel Mascaris taking out himself. Uh, but you've had, I think, like I've had Johnson taking out uh, Farouk or uh, maybe vice versa in the Rumble. It, it's been something that's just been going on for years. And, you know, th- depending what the rules uh, are for that moment, 
they'll count and sometimes they don't. In this situation, they, uh, you know, and plus Sonia is a, uh, you know, is a person in charge anyway, so she kind of do what she wants. <laughs> oh, man, Michael, someone posted a picture. Kelly Kelly or someone who kind of looks like her. Uh, her appearance was different, um, and I didn't quite recognize her. Um, it, but, you know, same with Summer Rain, but I haven't seen Summer Rain in a number of years, so you kind of forget what the, some of these ladies uh, look like. Or even some of the male stars that come back, it's like, oh, like, that's, it's that guy. So uh, 24, Nikki Bella comes in. 25, I thought was great. Uh, it was probably my favorite return was Sarah Logan. Now, Sarah Logan didn't last long at all. Uh, 43 seconds. But you had the uh, brief. <laughs> uh, Michael with the comment, Ivory would have been called Karen in 2022. You know what? She would be great for that role. Just this uh, the way she cuts those promos, she'd be uh, perfect. Um, so Sarah Logan returned. Uh, complete Viking garb, by the way. Of course, she is married to one of the uh, one of the uh, Viking Raiders. So she was there. You had a brief reunion of sorts, not physically or anything, but just her and Liv Morgan kind of looked at each other, and you saw them tear up a little bit, like it was an emotional. Uh, you saw that with a few of the girls, too. Even Melina had that in her eye. Um, the Bella Twins toss out Sarah Logan. And then not long after that, Liv Morgan is gone as well. 28, uh, 26, big pop for Lita coming out. Great seer. 27, Mighty Molly. And as uh, Jeffrey uh, just said, uh, uh, Nikki totally killed Molly. <laughs> Brutal throw into the steps. Uh, great heel move, you know, a good way for uh, Nikki to, to get some heat. And I think as uh, Corey Graves said, you know, there could only be one, I might've been Pat McAfee, you know, there can only be one superhero WWE. And so mighty Molly uh, tossed out and uh, you cape and all, and yeah, pretty uh, brutal elimination in that spot. And then uh, 28 music. We haven't heard in about the three years, bad reputation from, Joan Jett and the Black Hearts, and now comes Ronda Rousey to a pretty big pop, and so many eliminations going, uh, eliminating Nikki uh, Ash, uh, then eventually uh, the Bella Twins, and um, she had a handful of eliminations uh, for uh, for the night, and then um, you had uh, Shotzi coming out, great seer number twenty nine. She didn't last too long; she was eliminated by. Ronda Rousey, and then uh, number 30, and somebody that I uh, forgot about. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's in, uh, Natalia being eliminated twice, and I don't know if the first one is supposed to happen or it was just her, uh, you know, trying to, um, you know, just make sure she got eliminated. It was weird because I heard Ronda fighting. I thought that uh, maybe Natalia would be more, um, you know, open to uh, Ronda being there. <laughs> Oh, man, for Jeffrey commenting, uh, Jeffrey Dietz. Hey, uh, my friends thought Kelly Kelly was Ariana Grande. Oh, oh boy. Um, so Shayna Baszler out at number 30 as we uh, put the wraps in the uh, women's rumble. Uh, her and Ronda, great moment in the ring. Didn't do anything physically with each other because obviously th their, their paths are similar. And just, you know, I thought the ending part was good. Now, the predictability, and we talked about this on the preview show, 
was that if Ronda's showing up, she's winning the match. And you know, as soon as she came out, number 28, and like, well, this is it, unless something else crazy uh, happens. And uh <laughs> and we come down to the final couple. It's uh it's Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. And now this is a sign of what we're going to get at Mania, unless it's uh, Becky and Ronda. But uh, Charlotte goes for a kick. Ronda picks her up, tosses her over the ring. Ronda is your winner. Big fireworks celebration, which we'll talk about that in a second. And uh, Ronda Rousey is your winner. Was this match too predictable? Was there enough surprises? I mean, those who didn't show up, but was kind of rumored to show up, uh, did. Um you know, for the most part, except for one, I think that uh, Dave Meltzer uh, might have said in that uh, partic- particular spot. Uh, <laughs> so you had uh, Molina showing up unannounced last less than a minute. Um, you had Cameron showing up unannounced, lasting less than a minute. You had uh, Alicia Fox showing up. She actually lasted uh, six and a half minutes, uh, more than all the other surprises. Uh, Summer Rae, Sarah Logan, Mighty Molly, Ivory, all lasting under a minute in the match. Uh, but uh, the Bella Twins, of course, Brie lasted almost 20. Nikki almost uh, nine minutes in that particular match. The uh, most eliminations, by the way, go to Charlotte with five. So um, <laughs> Sean said that uh, Rana came out to her uh, Vince McMahon power walk. To the ring. Well, I think Sean, I think a big part of that is, is, um, I, you know, I think she's trying not to play, t- uh, play cake to the crowd in any way. And, and I think uh, an interview after the rumble, she said that she's uh, going to kind of not pay attention to what the crowd is, is doing and everything else. Like, I think I got to her last time. Uh, Michael says that, uh, you know, she overacts. It's hard to enjoy what she does. When that happens, uh, Patrine asking, are you allowed to be able to be eliminated twice? No, that was just um, you know, a situation where um, I don't know if it was a botch or just a situation with Natalia where, you know, somebody gets tossed out. And, you know, I thought like at that point when she came back, I thought she was going to toss out Rhonda. And I think this is what they wanted to tease. Since, you know, if you know the long history between Rhonda and Natalia, and that maybe, oh, maybe, uh, you know, Natalia's going to come in and screw Ronda out of the Rumble. I think that was just part of uh, maybe what they were going for there. And then Rhea tossing her out. Now, there's been other people that have been tossed out of the Rumble uh, coming back in, you know, even though they've already been eliminated. Plus, you can go to the Virgil, the uh, Rumble 1989. He was not in the Rumble, and he was tossed out at the end of the Rumble, trying to save uh, Ted DiBiase in that. So... It was a fun rumble. This might have been the best Roman women's rumble. It might have been too predictable because once Rhonda came out, it was pretty obvious that uh you know that uh yeah she was gonna win. And um, you know, Michael says it makes zero sense that Flair was in the final two. Here's my thing in the final two, Michael. Is that now Jeffrey says this too, and, and it might go this way too. He says, I think they might do Charlotte versus Lita. They did a close up them with a sign during the Rumble. I, I, I do see that as a possibility. You know, historically, and if you look back at 
the previous rumbles, at least the last maybe like 10 years or so, and even in the women's rumbles, the last ones we've had, the runner-up still gets a title shot, which is sounds crazy. But you think back of like previous years, who was the last person eliminated? They still got a title shot. Last year, it was Rhea Ripley. She got a title shot, beating, beating Asuka. The year before that was Shayna Baszler when Charlotte won the Rumble. And she got a title shot at Becky Lynch. And on the men's side, how many times has Roman Reigns been the runner-up? And the dude still gets a shot at WrestleMania anyway. So uh, we did not get uh, Santina in the Rumble. By the way, if you guys watch this, I'm, I'm, like, I'm on like a I get two-minute delay with your comments uh, for whatever reason. Uh, Michael thought that uh, Lita lasted too long. Uh, well, you know, she lasted about 10 minutes. And I think with Lita, Michael is that they're trying to give her, I, I think this might be like one more run. Uh, you know, she said it a couple of weeks ago, so I don't think this is like a one-time deal. So I, I don't know if she, you know, she's just going to stick around through WrestleMania and get a better send-off than what she did at about, what, 13 years ago when uh, Crime Time, you know, sold all of her stuff into the crowd and everything else uh, when she was leaving because uh, her, her leaving like 13, 14 years ago was, uh, was pretty lousy in how she was treated. In that situation, <laughs> Michael, you bring up a good point about people being eliminated more than once. Uh, he says that uh, Stone Cold can get eliminated more than once. And what happened with that rumble, and I forgot about that. I'm glad you mentioned that, was uh, he got uh, tossed out. Nobody saw it because uh, there was a, some other fighting going on outside the ring. I think it was uh, Mick Foley and Terry Funk or somebody. Uh, correct me on that if I'm not wrong or if I'm wrong. And so Bret Hart tossed out Steve Austin while that was going on. So nobody saw that. And then Bret Hart tossed out fake Diesel. And then Austin eliminates Taker and Vader. And then Austin eliminates Bret Hart and wins the Rumble, which, by the way, set up an amazing four-way match. If you want to go back to the time machine to uh, 1997, there was a pay-per-view after the Rumble where you had Austin vader taker and bret hart in a match and it was a phenomenal four-way match you need to go back and watch that one but that was like whoever won like was gonna get the match um at wrestlemania and everything else and this just how that was done so worth uh checking that one out on peacock you can again that was uh was a four-way i'm trying to remember what the pay-per-view was it was after the royal rumble in 1997 the next uh, pay-per-view event Checked it out. Jeffrey asking, didn't uh, Hornswoggle chase out Selena Vega once? Yes, because that was one of those rumbles where Selena was hiding underneath the ring. And then Hornswoggle came out. And then um, somehow, I guess to run away, she uh, ran to the ring and then got eliminated. And that was uh, Selena's run in that particular rumble. So that was the uh, the women's rumble match. Enjoyable. The end, a little predictable. Uh, you know, some of the eliminations, some made sense. Uh, you didn't get some matchups. Uh, you know, I don't know if like they're just protecting people. You didn't get Sasha versus uh, Bianca Belair in this match, which wouldn't have been a nice rematch. Uh, Nikki and Rhea just having the one face off and nothing at the end. Um, you know, Patrice say they had no one for Charlotte Russell. So they put her put her in the rumble. Um, uh, that's that's part of it. But it also sets up something, too, because you, she did the whole storyline. If I win, I can pick my opponent, um, which I guess she still can. And um, and maybe Ronda's going to fight her. Uh, if we don't get Ronda versus Becky, which would make the most sense, 
uh, Ronda versus Charlotte is your next uh, logical move. And speaking of uh, Becky Lynch, WWE Raw Women's Championship match, Becky Lynch versus Dewdrop. And if you're watching this match and you're wondering, like, why is the crowd not paying attention to this match? <laughs> Hang on one second. I'll tell you why. It has something to do with water. In fire extinguishers, the WrestleMania sign after Ronda won the Royal Rumble caught on fire. And so during the uh, Becky Lynch dewdrop match, well, that was a pretty good match, by the way, and it deserved a better crowd. But one, you're following a hot rumble. And then two, the WrestleMania signs on fire. Uh, they had to lower it during the show and then put out the fire. So while that was going on, they were evacuating the section underneath the WrestleMania sign while it was on fire. And that's why you could see everybody facing the camera and they, they try to change the camera angles in this particular spot. And once I think they figured out what was going on, uh, so you didn't see everybody looking away, but the uh, crowd was distracted by the uh, sign that was on fire. <laughs> and um, so it was a pretty good match. And um, uh, but the, uh, and I thought the ending, by the way, with uh, Becky uh, giving the uh, manhandle slam to Dewdrop from the top rope was pretty good. So I was trying to figure out how Becky was going to pin Dewdrop and end her with that move. I thought was pretty good. And uh, yeah, Becky even uh, brought out the uh, the um, the Mighty Molly uh, finisher too, uh, the Molly go round. So, um, you know, uh, Becky has changed up her offense. She's gotten back. And, um, you know, Dewdrop, I, I think, has a future. She's been wrestling a long time. But uh, I thought they had a decent match. It's just a shame that, uh, you know, the crowd for half of it was paying attention to the, uh, to the sign on fire. Next uh, match, uh, and this one, Man, like I don't know who was who was joining us on Friday, but uh, was it like just so predictable with how this was going to go down? Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley, fantastic match, fantastic match. Uh, hang on. Um, so Michael says, um, "Take take her and Sid." That was WrestleMania 13. Yes, that that's ended up being that match um, for Mania because I forget if Austin or our. Uh, I think, I think it was, uh, no, it was Hart that won the world title from that four-way match. I know it was, yeah, or maybe it was, yeah, it was Hart winning it. And then he lost it to Sid like a week or two before Mania, and that's how we got Sid uh, through uh, Taker for that particular match at Mania, which was one of the worst Mania main events um, when he got a bear hug like two minutes in the match. Thank you, Sid. Uh, Bret Hart saved that match the best he could. But uh, uh, Sid was not in the in the four way uh, at the at the Rumble. Michael he was fighting. Uh, he lost the title to Shawn Michaels at that particular night, and that's when uh, Shawn lost his smile not too long afterwards because he didn't want to do the job to to Bret Hart. So <laughs> Shawn described uh, Becky and Dewdrop as like watching two people play WWE 2K21, just pressing buttons. And that's how I play any wrestling game until I can figure out what moves work. And uh, 
in uh, between mentioning Becky mentioning the assign in the backstage interview. Uh, yeah, she even tweeted about too about uh, you know it's being on fire during her match uh, and everything else. So the uh, next uh... <laughs> uh, the uh, next match was for the uh, WWE Championship: Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. I've uh, been looking forward to this for years. We finally got it. And um, without the shenanigans at the end, this, I say this is a pretty good match. And uh, this particular match here was, um, it was great. You know, um, they, they went hold for hold, you know, exchanging suplexes and stuff. Uh, Bobby putting Brock in the hurt lock for a long time. And then you had the, um, the inevitable ref bump. And then, um, uh, Lesnar hits the F5 on Bobby Lashley. And then um, Roman Reigns comes out, uh, Spears, Brock, and then Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman turns on Brock Lesnar. He gives the title belt to Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns smacks Brock Lesnar with it. New Ruff comes down right after all the interference is over. And Lesnar pins Brock, or I should say Lashley pins Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley, your new WWE champion, which means hmm, I wonder what's going to happen in the Men's Royal Rumble. Exactly what we talked about on Friday. Uh, you had the uh, mixed tag match, uh, Edge and Beth Phoenix versus the Miz and Maurice. Uh, I'm sure the, they all had fun wrestling, getting to wrestle with your uh, spouse and everything else. Uh, Maurice busted out of her Karana which uh, I didn't see that coming. I don't think anybody did. I think she surprised herself. And then um, uh, Edge and Beth Phoenix, uh, you know, both doing a double uh, glance slam on the Miz and Maurice. And uh, no, I, this is the only match I got wrong. And uh, <laughs> and uh, Edge and, uh, and Beth Phoenix win the match. I thought the Miz and Maurice would win. Uh, but this probably ends the feud. I figured if it went the other way, there'd be one more round with this, but uh, but that was about it. Um, all right, I'm not going to repeat that one, Sean. But uh, but if you're watching this one, you can see his comment. Uh, and then you had the, uh, the main event of the evening, the 30-man Royal Rumble match. And we'll run through the, uh, the uh, card in this one. And, uh, and some of the eliminations... Which uh, AJ Styles uh, kicked off the uh, Rumble. Um, <laughs> he was number one. Shinsuke, who just got cleared on Friday, was number two. Uh, Austin Theory was number three. Robert Roode was there for a cup of coffee. He had the uh, shortest span of anybody in the match. Uh, he was the only men's competitor that was under, under a minute eliminated by uh, AJ Styles. Ridge Holland was number five. Had a pretty decent showing. Montez Ford, number six. Uh, number seven was uh, Damian Priest, who, this, you know, he's a U.S. champion. This seems to be stuck in a runt right now. Uh, Sami Zayn was next, which you pretty much knew once Sammy was out. Oh, here comes Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville's out, number nine. Uh, Johnny Knoxville's there. And, uh, you know, AJ Styles uh, punches him, beats him up a little bit. And then you had uh, uh, Montez Ford, Splash. Johnny Knoxville, and then uh, Ridge Holland picks up Johnny Knoxville. Sammy knocks him off the apron. 
Johnny Knoxville is going. I figured, you know, once they were going, I thought maybe uh, Johnny was going to take everybody's finishers and stuff. I thought maybe, you know, they'd have, you know, Priest do something or, uh, you know, even Austin Theory do something. Maybe take a selfie with them. But uh, he didn't last long. And then uh, right after that, Sami Zayn was tossed out. And then you had uh, Omas coming in and Omas uh, clean house. When he uh, came in there, he got, uh, he got rid of Montez Ford. He got rid of Angelo Dawkins. And then you had, um, you know, Ricochet coming in. And then uh, they had Chad Gable showing up. And I actually, this is like, I think my favorite part of this particular match is uh, when Chad Gable came in and, you know, the dude with all the smarts and everything else, you know, saying, Hey, we, we need the team up. And we need to take care of Omos. I, I always like these matches when you have like in you know, the one guy that's like dominating, and then you have you know four or five, six guys team up to throw the guy out. That's been a, a rumble tradition. Uh, you know, you had that with Earthquake in the uh, 1990 Rumble. Uh, they tried it with Yokozuna, Yokozuna in '93, and they had all the guys in the ring, but they couldn't do it. They couldn't eliminate them. You know, they tried that with Andre one year in the '89 Rumble. And they had him tied in the ropes. And then, like, as soon as they got, as soon as he got free, he would, you know, punch everybody and, like, threw out, like, Ronnie Garvin and stuff. And uh, so here, Chad Gable comes in and they, they kind of throw Damian Priest to him. They're like, hey, we need, we need somebody to go after him. So they uh, pick the uh, biggest guy. Uh, Jeffrey says, I skipped Roman versus Seth. No, I started off with that when we talked about that the uh, in the DQ ending. With the uh, the chokehold and everything, and uh, and uh, uh, Seth coming out in the uh, in the shield gear, I, th I think there's a bit of a delay between you guys and, and my comments because whatever reason I'm seeing stuff that's like five minutes back. So I apologize if I get to your comments uh, a little later. Um, so you had uh, Chad Gable come in, and like I said, uh, Damian Priest gets eliminated by Omas, and then everybody gains up an Omas after that. And the big elimination comes when AJ Styles puts the uh, the, the forearm on him, the phenomenal forearm, and Omos is eliminated. And then you get Dominic Mysterio after that. And I, I thought this was odd because Dominic and Rey Mysterio, as much as they teased, was not in the Rumble at the uh, at the same time. Um, didn't make any sense there. Uh, Happy Corbin coming out, Dolph Ziggler coming out, uh, who's been in... Um, Almost near the record of uh, Rumble appearances yet. Sheamus coming out right before Sheamus came out. Ridge Holland gets eliminated by AJ Styles, and um, you know they're doing a good job with like Ridge and Sheamus uh, in building up this thing. I, I think it's good for Ridge's character uh, in this regard. It was not great at first. It was uh, kind of a little weird how they're doing it, but they're doing a much better job now. Rick Boogs came out. Nobody knew his music. Because he always uh, came out with Shinsuke Nakamura. So, <laughs> like, when his music played, nobody had any idea who it was going to be. And the dude with the haircut, it is uh, still um, still uh, hard to get used to that haircut. Because, like, he kind of looks like Freddie Mercury. Mad Cat Moss came in at um, number 19. And I thought this was crazy. But of the oddest elimination of the night, I think... Gets credited to him because he threw out AJ Styles. Who saw that coming? Uh, AJ, by the way, and Baron Corbin, it was great. Or Happy Corbin, or Boring Corbin, uh, whatever you like to call him. He, in uh, him and uh, Matt Cat Moss, 
were great because they didn't fight each other. I thought that was the one thing with tag teams. You know, nobody turned on each other uh, in this situation. And the fact that they had a, a few eliminations was great. Uh, you know, happy uh, tossed out uh, Dominic Mysterio. Uh, Rick Boogs didn't last long. Uh, Ricochet didn't last long. So, but they had uh, quite a few eliminations together or uh, are sending up, uh, you know, eliminations. Uh, then he had uh, Matt Riddle coming out at to number 20. And then uh, one of those big surprises I thought was uh, Drew McIntyre showing up. And uh, Drew McIntyre, number 21, I thought he was injured. Uh, yeah, Kevin Owens, number 22, Ray Mysterio, 23. By that point, Dominic was gone. Okay, Kofi Kingston, number 24. And with all these rumbles that Kofi's been in, uh, pretty much uh, anytime he comes in, there's always a spot that uh, Kofi does that it's like, oh my gosh, he's going to get eliminated. And uh, he finds a way to not get eliminated during the match. Well, botch or not, <laughs> Kofi comes in the ring and standing on the top rope, Kevin Owens knocks him and Kofi goes towards the the uh, the ring apron, the barricade, and goes to jump on it and either a botch or, or a, a planned spot it just didn't go well. I mean, who knows? Um, his uh, feet uh, hit the floor. <laughs> so, you know, so they, you know, they, they show the replay of it and, uh, you know, the, he had to be eliminated. It's, it's just what you do. And uh, Kofi did uh, address the, uh, the WrestleMania botch. Uh, and he said, well, it's better to try and fail to never try at all. And he said, quote, somebody said this, that was, that was, that was Kofi's tweet after the, uh, the missed spot there. Uh, Otis came out. Uh, you had Big E coming out, uh, and then you had uh, another surprise, and a guy that uh, you know what this guy wants to come out to events. He's a, a great uh, celebrity, and the fact that the dude uh, takes it seriously is Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny uh, come out number twenty-seven. Um, had a couple eliminations, by the way, and uh, he helped uh, eliminate uh, Sheamus during the match and also um, helped uh, with the elimination of Dolph Ziggler during the match too, with some help from uh, Ray Mysterio. Uh, 28 was Shane McMahon. That was another surprise. Well, it's been rumored. He was on the list along with bad bunny of uh, people who could possibly show up. Randy Orton was 29. Uh, and before I get to number 30, which is listed on the screen um, between both rumbles, the men's and women's rumble, you had no NXT stars which was the uh, the first time that's uh, I think that's happened since uh, NXT has been there. So you had that. But 30 came out. Brock Lesnar was there. And two and a half minutes later, uh, you know, Brock tossed out. In the beginning of somebody tossing out Bad Bunny, you are going to have it be Brock Lesnar. Uh, Shane McMahon tossed out. Randy Orton tossed out. And... Um, Oh, by the way, before I get that, um, the eliminations of Otis and Big E by Riddle and Randy Orton, fantastic. The uh, spot where Otis was down and Riddle did the flying RKO was was fantastic. Uh, that was a great spot. So Lesnar 
uh, ends up throwing out uh, Drew McIntyre at the end, and he is your Rumble winner. And uh, on the uh, scale of, is this the uh, shortest Rumble? Which uh, Michael's asking. It's, it is probably on the shorter end. The overall shortest one was the one in 1995. If I remember the year right. That was the year where uh, Shawn Michaels and Bulldog were one and two. Ended up going the distance, and then Shawn Michaels' legs, uh, both feet didn't touch the floor, and and then he ends up winning and knocking out the Bulldog at the end of the match. That was the shortest rumble because they came out at minute intervals, and there's been some other rumbles where, because of time, back in the pay-per-view days when they had a three-hour show and the show was running late, they would bump up the time to like 90-second intervals, give or take. Uh, here, um, you know, it was... I didn't time it, but it felt like it was close to two minutes. I know some situations in some of these matches, they will stretch it out, um, you know, because somebody's got to get their stuff in, what they got planned before the next person comes out uh, in, in that regards. Um, the women's match uh, did last longer. That was uh, just about 20 seconds under an hour, and the men's match was uh, 51 minutes here. Uh, Patrine asking, so was Drew and Bianca, uh, I think he means Sasha, Patrine. Were Drew and Sasha injured? Uh, I'm kind of wondering that. Uh, Drew was, I thought, supposed to have some surgery on his neck, so I was surprised to see him in this situation here, uh, unless he needed to rest for a couple of weeks. And then uh, Sasha supposedly had a foot injury, which could be why maybe she only lasted as long as she did, which is about 10 minutes. I'm not sure. We'll probably get some clarification in that. Um, Jordan did say he was uh, disappointed in the men's rumble. Um, you know, it wasn't, it, it had its moments. I, I thought like, you know, the stuff like when Omos was there, it was good. And I liked how he was eliminated. Uh, Riddle and, and Randy Orton teaming up. I thought was great. Uh, that was, that was definitely a highlight. Bad bunny coming in, got the crowd going. I mean, the Kofi thing didn't help. Uh, the fact that you didn't have the Mysterios in the ring together after teasing us uh, the whole time. That was weird. Um, you know, the Johnny Knoxville spot, um, you know, it's just a uh, a blatant ad for the uh, Jackass movie, as uh, Sean LeGroff says. Yes, the Seamus Jackass movie plug inserted here. Uh, better this than zombies, Sean. Got to say that. Uh, definitely uh, definitely better than the, uh, the zombies there. And no, we did not get David Arquette, thankfully, uh, but the guys who showed up, I mean, the ones who, you know, were the surprises, so to speak. Um, I mean, Seamus, or not Seamus, um, Drew McIntyre coming back, Shane McMahon, Bad Bunny, get nobody from NXT. You didn't get uh, their champion coming in. And then um, and then Brock Lesnar at that point, because of how it happened, number 30. And then um, there you go. We did this on Friday. We we predicted how the, uh, the 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 Rumble matches would go down, and we said if Brock shows up and Ronda shows up, they're winning. So you got two UFC fighters, two part-timers essentially, winning the Royal Rumble. And, um, I mean, the Rumbles are always fun matches. Some are better than others. Uh, the men's last – the women's match last night was definitely the, be the, better, uh, the better match. But uh, when it comes to this, it's, uh, you know, trying to make new stars, everything else. You know, a couple of years ago, you know, you had, uh, you know, 
Drew McIntyre winning it. Uh, you had Bianca Belair winning it last year. Uh, the one thing I did like about these matches is you didn't have somebody going the distance because last year we did that with uh, Edge and Bianca Belair. And it, it kind of like, ah, so this kind of kept it fresh. And then there were some, you know, surprise eliminations of who threw out who. Again, like AJ Styles getting tossed out by Madcap uh, Moss. Uh, Big E getting tossed out by Riddle and Randy Orton. You know, who did Big E make mad uh, for that to happen? Uh, he didn't eliminate anybody in that time he was there. Kind of an underwhelming uh, showing on a part of Big E. And uh, Michael says, uh, the best part of this match was the ending. Appreciate it. Uh, you know, at least, I mean, it was fast. I mean, you knew that if Brock was going to be in the match, that uh, it wasn't going to last long. You know, they didn't do this big, like, final four thing. You didn't really have a chance to realize that there was a final four. Um, but, uh, yeah, Bad Bunny was a part of that, which was crazy. And Shane O'Mac, um, you know, that would have been weird if he won. But, uh, but no, it's Brock. So you, you get Brock and Roman because, you know, unless he's going to say, I want to go after Leslie, um, not going to happen. I guess the biggest question is, does Ronda pick um, Becky Lynch, which would make the most sense? Or does she fight Charlotte because her and Charlotte had the one match, didn't have a definitive ending? Are, are, gonna, are people going to want to see Becky and Ronda fight? That, that's going to be the big big question coming from this. And, um, you know, that's the match they should have done three years ago was Becky and Ronda. And maybe at the time, maybe Charlotte was promised the main event. And that's, you know, the whole triple threat debacle, which could have been done so differently at the time. If they're going to do a triple threat, like how they should have done it three years ago was after Becky run the rumble is say, uh, you know, Charlotte complained to be like, Hey, you weren't officially in the match. You took so many spots. I was the last person standing. I should be the winner. They're getting on that route. Instead of pulling the whole leg injury thing. And, and, and this was so like, you had this road to WrestleMania paved in gold and, and you just do these stupid shenanigans and everything else. And that's, uh, we'll see how they do it here. Cause they got ways to go. And, and maybe, for the next couple of weeks until um, the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, which is uh, coming up, by the way, in Saudi Arabia on February 19th. Um, we'll, we'll probably find out what's going on. Maybe there's a Women's Elimination Chamber match. Uh, maybe at that point we know if, um, you know, if, if Ronda's going to fight uh, Becky or Charlotte. Um, you know, the thing is, if Ronda makes her decision tomorrow on Raw, and same thing with, uh, you know, Lesnar, you know, drag this thing out for nine weeks. Now, that's the other problem you have when they declare too early of uh, who they want to fight. So hopefully they they got a plan. But as we know, that's uh, that always the uh, case with the uh, with the Royal Rumble. So overall, I mean, a scale of one to ten. The ending of the first match at Downer, uh, the mixed match, you know, it was entertaining for what it was. Um, could have been shorter. Women's Raw match, uh, Becky and Dewdrop had a decent match. The Rumble match, the ladies' side, it's pretty good. Um, the men's match, meh, uh, for the Rumble. And then uh, Brock and Bobby Lashley, predictable. And that, that was the thing. Um, this was probably the most predicted show I think we've had uh, when it comes to uh, WWE events. But it was entertaining. I'll, I'll give it a 7.5 out of 10. Uh, in that regard. So that, that is review. Um, if you got thoughts on it, you can drop your comments below. Uh, you can email some comments on this. 
Uh, Jordan had uh, mentioned uh, you marked out with uh, Ivory coming out to the right to censor music. You know, when I first heard that for a second, I thought Lacey Evans came back. But uh, it was great to see her do that character and uh, and last for a little bit. Um, Michael, Sarah, are we getting last uh, Lashley versus Drew based on the last person eliminated theory? I would say so, because I don't know who else at this point Lashley could finish, uh, could face Michael. Um, and like I said, that seems to be, you know, true to the last couple of years. And, you know, they had a good match last year. And maybe this year it's a different kind of stipulation that they have. You know, maybe it's, um, uh, you know, not like a steel cage or something. But they, they could have some sort of like big match. And uh, I thought they had a good match at Mania last year, even after the uh, rain delay. I thought it ended up be, uh, being a uh, pretty good match. Uh, Jeffrey says uh, Ronda is a, a tweener. And Becky and Charlie are both heels right now, but nobody's booing Becky. Uh, you know, I mean, I mean, they want people to boo Becky, but um, I think if you stick Becky and and Ronda in the ring, um, maybe that'll happen on Monday. I, you know, you probably see, uh, you know, see the crowd probably go more towards Becky than Ronda. I could be wrong, but based on what happened, you know, three years ago, you know, I still think like you know they missed out on that three years ago but uh, thanks for watching the uh, royal rumble review and i mean it's always a fun event i mean it wasn't perfect this year like i said seven and a half out of ten but uh you know it is the royal rumble and the uh, road to wrestlemania season that uh, everybody looks forward to so you got comments on the show if you can get them in here or you're listening uh or watching afterwards espr at fm99.com uh, again you can follow us on facebook and twitter at ESPN, uh, ESPR 99. So if you're watching like on the Fox or FM 99 Facebook page, you can uh, you can drop a line, uh, follow us there. Uh, anywhere you got uh, podcast apps, you can listen to us to search ESPR Wrestling. Uh, find us everywhere. Uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, iTunes, Stitcher, Google. Hey, Phil, thanks for uh, checking in. And uh, just um, you subscribe and give us a review if you can do that too. And, of course, you can find old episodes, too, uh, not just on the uh, podcast apps, but also on the media tab at 1069thefox.com and fm99.com. Again, so if, you, if you're recently new to their show, uh, you know, we have did interviews a couple months ago with Paul Heyman, Mark Henry. Uh, we've had Drew McIntyre. He's been on the show. We've had Big E. He's been on the show before. A uh, number of wrestlers, uh, even old Roman Reigns interview before the, uh, for the podcast days. You can check us out uh, under the media tab at fm99.com or 1069thefox.com. So I appreciate you guys watching today. Uh, I don't want to get this in for all the uh, football happened today because uh, I know that's where a lot of eyes are going to be. So thanks for watching and uh, appreciate all the support and everything else. And make sure you eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat. Have a great day, everybody. See you later.